cafe podcast i'm your host kavya and this is episode 39 of the podcast super excited to have you all back here to talk about this week's topic um i'm very excited to get into it finally dipping back more into the pop culture side of things kind of more into the television side of things which is obviously my big foundation and my big base and the roots of this podcast because that's what we talked about and of course like i said in my i'm back episode I want to incorporate, incorporate, sorry, so many aspects of what my podcast used to be because that's the passion, that's what I love, and I do want to be able to talk about some of those things and still continue to produce content about what I'm doing that. I feel like I'm having this, like, weird, like, reaction to something because I'm sniffling a lot, so I have my bottled water here, so excuse me if you hear pauses and gulping. I just really need that at least I'm refraining from blowing my nose on the podcast so that's good anyways before I get into all of that um please go ahead and hit the follow button turn on the notification bell you'll be notified every time I upload a new episode which is Fridays at 5 p.m est um so go ahead and do that that'll be really awesome you can be so up to date with all my content which is super awesome and that's the goal that's what you all want to do I'm telling you you want to do it um also check out my bio there are so many fun links in there you can check out all kinds of things um there is links to pretty much everything like my tv time my letterbox my goodreads it's the best way to see um what i'm consuming media wise in real time the best way to do it because i update all three of those platforms very regularly i'm very active on them so go check those out um and of course my twitter is also available um the twitter is a great way for you guys to communicate with me it's probably the best way to communicate with me which is why i don't provide any other social media on there i think twitter is the best way for you guys to talk to me because i have met so many of you guys on twitter and that's been a fantastic experience so go ahead and dm me if you have any questions anything you'd like to talk about that's what i'm here for um you can suggest new content to me you can request things for me to talk about on the podcast whatever you guys would like Um, go ahead and do that. That's super awesome. And yeah, okay, without further ado, let's get into this week's episode, and I will be talking about Gossip Girl. Now, why am I talking about Gossip Girl, you may ask? And no, I am not talking about the reboot. I do want to talk about it when season two finishes airing, though, so keep a lookout for that, maybe. However, we're talking about the original Gossip Girl, the one that aired in 2007 on The CW with... Josh Schwartz, of course, the classic, and basically the plot of Gossip Girl follows the rich, privileged youth of Upper East Side Manhattan as they get into all kinds of crazy scandals. Um, That's kind of the best way I can describe it. I'm talking about Gossip Girl this week because I am currently re-watching it, um, my best friend, who has not seen nearly as much TV as I have for now, we're definitely getting there, um, so I'm kind of trying to introduce them to the world of TV and the kind of television that I watch, so that's what we're doing, and I'm really excited 
to watch all of these things with them. And we're starting with Gossip Girl. So a series that I thought would be really fun to do on this podcast would be one that I record with them whenever we finish a show. Now, keep in mind, we both are full-time college students, so and we like to watch TV together in person, so we really only get a chance to watch episodes whenever we're physically together, and while on breaks, we spend a lot of time together. Um, obviously, we spend the school part of things away from each other, unfortunately, so this won't be a series that's updated super consistently until of course we're living together which is the goal um but in the meantime I'm basically planning on uploading one um to kind of get another lens onto all of these classic tv shows and what I see is super beneficial about that is I think it'll show a really good contrast because we've had some really good discussions about Gossip Girl just thus far And I am so fascinated by the conversations we have. I'm like, this has to go on my podcast. And basically, to kind of illustrate that a little bit more, I watched Gossip Girl for the first time years ago. I cannot even tell you exactly when I started watching it. I wasn't watching season one when it aired because I was five years old. But um, I was watching it soon-ish after, you know. I definitely was watching while the final seasons were airing. And I've watched it a couple times since. And because of the age at which I consumed that show for the first time, there are a lot of biases I have and a lot of things that I feel. And while a lot of those have changed with age and maturity and growth, some of those things have not changed. And my best friend is able to kind of see things a little bit differently because they're kind of coming in with that adult lens for the first time ever like not having consumed Gossip Girl before so you're able to very unbiasedly see the plot for what it is and pick up on inconsistencies and pick up flaws and recognize things that I am not able to recognize so I think it'll be a super cool series on my little channel here to talk about those shows whenever we finish them and kind of really deeply analyze them and take a look at the effect that that lens of age can have um, on consumption of these shows because society talks so much about media and what age media should be consumed at and while I don't necessarily believe that you know Gossip Girl like has to be for adults or anything because that's definitely not the case and I'm happy I consumed it when I did It's just so interesting how different your approach and view of the show can be because of that exact angle and how old you are when you're consuming it and what your maturity level is. So I just found that super interesting and that's something you should all look forward to. But in this episode, I kind of want to talk about some of the discrepancies in my own timeline of watching, rewatching Gossip Girl that I've been picking up on because I think that's just something super fun to talk about. So, um, we're currently in the middle-ish of season two, so that's kind of the context I'm trying to apply, and I just want to kind of go talk about certain characters and certain plots and certain ships that have kind of changed, like my view of them has changed, um, and things that I'm kind of noticing now and kind of looking at coming back to Gossip Girl years later and looking at it from where I am in my life currently. So we have all these teens, 
they're all crazy and they're all awful and the biggest thing I want to start with is I wanted to start with Chuck Bass because for me that's the big one that is the big one that I no longer have the same feelings towards Chuck Bass now that I did when I was younger when I was younger uh I think I think of Chuck Bass the same way I think of Ezra Fitz from Pretty Little Liars um I'm trying to think of some other characters that could potentially um resemble that but Ezra is the one that comes to mind it's just this view of how the writers write those characters and the main ships they're involved in to glamorize them now Chuck Bass to me is such a flawed character and while I still agree that he's very well written and he's very well integrated into the plot like there's no point in which I'm like he shouldn't be on the show, you know? He does add something. The problem that I have with him is that he's written to be likable. And that's something I don't necessarily agree with. I think one of the coolest things and something that needs to be established more with writing depth into characters is that depth with a character does not necessarily mean that they need to be the best person in the entire world. You being an awful person and having done awful things is not excused just because of X, Y, and Z from the past. And I think that that was the big thing that the Gossip Girl writers kind of ran into with Chuck. He became a fan favorite and everyone loved him, despite a few things that I'm going to mention. Now, of course... Spoiler alert ahead, I'm going to be talking about things that happen in a variety of different seasons. In the pilot episode alone, he attempts to assault not one, but two girls, Serena and Jenny. He, is, uh, he attempts to sexually assault both of them. <coughs> Sorry, let me take a sip of water. <laughs> um, in the following episode, Jenny goes to Blair to confront her about it and is basically like hey you know is Chuck Bass saying anything about me and Blair responds basically saying that Chuck only brags about his conquests and not his victims therefore implying that Chuck has successfully sexually assaulted multiple women in the past so right off the bat awful I don't really find things like sexual assault and rape to be forgiven I don't find them to be light I don't think you know you can really come back from that especially not so soon like season six may be a time jump season but seasons one through five like that's four years like I don't think I really don't think four years is enough for a person to change in that sense um Because that's, those are serious things, you know, and if he has successfully sexually assaulted multiple women, like, I just don't have positive feelings to that. And people will say, okay, that was the season one Chuck Bass, you know, he was written differently after that. Um, Chuck Bass selling Blair Waldorf for a hotel happened in season five or six. So, I don't even want to hear it. Like, he, I just, I don't, I don't love it. Um, so I think leading right off of his character, Chuck and Blair's relationship is so, so flawed and so wrong to just portray as this glamorous thing. And obviously Leighton Meester and Ed Westwick have 
phenomenal chemistry and so much sexual tension that's not to deny however their characters together they shouldn't be together I don't think I think that Blair's too good for him and I think that he's just a nasty person um and that's something that's hugely changed also watching the show back I'm able to recognize a lot of flaws with a character like Blair um growing up obviously Blair is the fan favorite to Trump even Chuck um she's very universally loved I would even say she's probably like the television favorite mean girl um in the teen drama world at least she's very 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 universally loved I don't know anyone who doesn't love Blair Waldorf you know she's iconic and watching back she still is my favorite character However, I'm able to pick up on a lot of her flaws and a lot of the things that she does that I just find to be immature. And the first couple seasons, it's okay because she's still in high school, but the hijinks she's pulling in the later seasons, despite being college-aged, is almost a little bit embarrassing. Like, don't take all that too personally. I know she's very loved, and I love her. It's just that you find a lot of the things she does to be a little bit more on the immature side. And I understand Blair. Like, she's probably my YN character. Like, I relate to her in certain aspects. I think her insecurities and all those things are so relatable to the majority of the audience that they kind of self-insert as Blair because Blair does things that most of us are afraid to do. A lot of us feel the same way that Blair does, and we feel a lot of the same feelings that Blair does, but we would never necessarily act out the way she does about those feelings. And I think that's kind of the YN-ness of that, you know? Um, Her being able to stick up for herself, stand up for herself, and all those are very admirable traits. And the reason she acts the way she does is also understandable. Um, I just find it funny to think of how perfect I thought her character was growing up, um, when a lot of times the things she does, despite being understanding as to why she was doing them, come across as just such awful things and definitely out of line. Another big topic I wanted to talk about was Serena and Dan, not as a couple but as individual characters. Both of those characters get a lot of heat from the fan base. Um, Dan, obviously, far more than Serena. But watching the show back, it's just, I don't find them to be as despicable as people think. I find Dan to be kind of funny, to be honest. He's not my favorite character or anything. However, I find him to be a good contrast to all the other characters. He's very much giving. I'm not like other girls, but that's what the show needs. Because everyone else is so up on their high horse, and so is he, but he's on it in a very different way. He provides complexity to the, all the other characters because he has the most fascinating dynamic with every single one of the other characters on the show. Obviously, Jenny, his sister, Serena, Blair, Nate, Chuck, Vanessa, all of the central cast of the show, he has such good individual relationships with him, and you have to give him at least, you know snaps for that because he in my opinion is the only character on the show that has such substantially good and complex relationships with all the other characters on the show um to the point where you can kind of just very distinctively uh talk in depth about his relationship with every single one of those characters um so I think that's super interesting and he adds a lot just on that front um so I enjoy his character and I think obviously him being bleep bleep spoiler 
um, Gossip Girl does not make a ton of sense. And that's primarily the reason a lot of people dislike him is because they're like, okay, he was so awful. He was Gossip Girl. But it's like, does that even really make any sense? Like, that's just stupid. And yeah, it's canon, but it's stupid. Um, but anyways, I think it's just interesting to look at that and see how hated his character is when I, like... Yeah, he makes mistakes, and he does stupid stuff, and he is not perfect. Like, I'm not saying he's the best character by any means, but what he does is not so much lower than what the other characters on this show do. And as for Serena, she's not hated per se, but she is looked down upon and criticized in the classic quote-unquote main character way because she's compared to Blair, who is the fan favorite on the show. Um, But again, Serena, I think represents a certain aspect of the moral compass and not in the same way that Nate does but in a very different way and I don't like I just think a lot of her reactions are all based on something like she's never usually first to act like people will get mad at Serena for certain things but she doesn't usually start anything ever she never starts anything um most of the time she just reacts. And you'll notice a lot of times she doesn't react. She takes most of what is given to her. Um, She lets things slide. And even when she attacks back and people will pull out episodes and scenes where she kind of fights Blair back and they'll get mad at her for it. When first of all, she usually never starts these situations. She's only responding. And you'll notice her response may be infuriating in the moment, but about 10 minutes later, she, unlike any other character on the show, feels bad about it. And she'll be, like, talking to some other character and be like, no, 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 like, Blair doesn't deserve this. Like, she really does look out for the people that she loves in a way that I think stands out so apparently. And that's something I really enjoy about her character. And I really sincerely love about her character, you know? Um, so, yeah, I, I, I think just so incredibly, like differently about her um versus I feel like a lot of other people do not so that's kind of um yeah that's kind of my thing with her um so yeah I find it interesting how looking at the show again trying to be as unbiased as possible gives even me a different lens and I bring up this topic because like I said towards the beginning of the episode I just think it's so interesting how much age and maturity play a role in how we consume the media that's put in front of us I think every character on the show ultimately sucks and none of them are good people and I guess Nate is the closest to being a good person but even he has a lot of not a lot. He has a couple, you know, questionable moments on the show, such as in season six when he's dating that younger girl. Um, questionable. Now, Nate, he's just a good guy. I mean, he's the classic. I wish more than anything we would have seen more with him. I really do. Um, my opinions on Vanessa stayed the exact same, or are staying the exact same. She's boring, she's irrelevant, the show would be just the same without her. And Jenny, she adds a lot to the show. She adds a lot of flavor, she adds a lot of fun. She pisses me the fuck off, like, post... I mean, post-episode one, to be honest. Like, she just annoys me, I don't like her. 
um, just really not my fave, like, she is not my friend, (laughs) um, I don't like her, I think all of her actions are ridiculous, however, however, her actions are never too out of line with the other characters, I think they're all sincerely shitty people, and like I said, that lens really gives a lot of perspective into understanding those characters, because wow, things have changed, and while everything I just shared with you in this episode has been my own reflections coming back to the show as someone who's 20 versus someone who's 12. Um, there, there are still so many biases I have within the show that have still, to this day, fogged my judgment that I have not even brought up because I'm saving that for the episode where my best friend and I talk about Gossip Girl when they've finished and we talk about those things and where those biases are because I think that will illustrate this concept best. I just really wanted to talk about it this week because I've been having so many thoughts about it um, and I really just wanted to share them. So yeah, that pretty much brings us to the end of this week's episode. Thank you all so much for listening. I loved being able to talk about TV again on the podcast. Um, yeah, so that's exciting. This is kind of how things will be from now on. They'll, there's just, like I said um, in my I'm Back episode, there's just going to be all kinds of content on the podcast now. So expect whatever. You never know what's coming in an upcoming week. And I think that's what makes it fun. And that's what's going to give me a lot of freedom and liberty to talk about all kinds of things on here. So yeah, thank you all so much for listening again. Please go ahead and hit the follow button, turn the notification bell, check out the bio. And I hope you all have an amazing rest of your day. And I will... See you, or not see you, I will talk to you next time. Bye!